Moncrief on News Talk. Christmas tree farmers up and down the country are settling into their busiest time of the year as thousands of people go on the hunt for their perfect noble fur. Joining me now is a man who works in this area, well-known farmer and journalist, Dara McCullough, who's been writing about his experience in today's Irish Independent. And Dara joins me now. Hi, Dara. Afternoon, John. So tell me this, uh, this, no doubt, it's, you know, like asking a busman about the night link or whatever. This is just a very, very busy time for you, undoubtedly. It sure is, yeah. Uh, I'm half crocked today after lugging Christmas trees around all weekend. Uh, so basically when the toy show kicks off, it's kind of basically the official start of the Christmas tree season. Now, you know, you get in a few uh, early birds, a few over-eager customers, but the real rush kind of starts from next week on, you know. And sorry, you've actually we, noticed the toy show effect as well. That isn't just RT putting out Christmas Begins on our watch propaganda kind of thing. That's actually official. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's a whole uh, evening in and people suddenly start uh, feeling Christmassy and the lights go up and once the lights start going up, then you kind of want something to hang them on, you know. So, uh, yeah, people just start thinking about, you know, presents and Christmas trees and everything that goes with it. Yeah. And so, uh, some obvious questions here, but I think people are genuinely interested in this. So, how long a process is this? Like, how long have you been thinking about this Christmas season? Well, the trees that we're harvesting now uh, were planted uh, the earliest of them six, seven years ago. So, uh, you know, every spring or a little bit with climate change now, I'm, I've switched to planting in the autumn time. So uh, going off on a little bit of a tangent here, but we used to plant our Christmas trees in the spring. But then because uh, we get such a, a high risk of drought come kind of April, May, June, the poor little uh, sapling trees in the soil uh, really struggle so we find it safer now to start planting in the autumn so we plant about six months earlier and the tree grows about a foot a year then after that all things going well so after about six years you have about a six foot high tree Most the, the most popular tree is a, a seven to eight foot because most rooms and houses are the ceilings are about nine foot uh, high mm-hmm. so that's the, kind of the biggest tree that you kind of get comfortable into a living room or a hallway and a seven to eight foot tree and uh, that takes about seven or eight years to grow Wow okay so and I don't want to get in because you know we've had too much of these conversations about fake versus real okay but when 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 people come to you is people seem to take it very very seriously I imagine you have to be very good at customer service yeah hours. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a good thing. In some ways, it's kind of turned into an annual outing for families and especially on farms where, uh, you know, if you're set up to invite people out into your plantation to walk through the trees and pick out their own tree. So, like, that's a kind of a novelty. Mm. Uh, It it has lots of good uh, aspects to it. First of all, you know that you're getting uh, your tree can't be any fresher so you know if you're going to be getting a tree early you know late November early December you want it to be as fresh as possible so it's enough uh, last and power when you bring it into the house now of course how hot you keep your house uh, has a big impact on how well the tree is going to uh, tough it out but going back to that idea that 
you know, it's a whole experience. People are able to come out to the farm. Uh, I mean, you see all kinds of lads setting up on the side of the road. And in fact, where I first got the idea to start growing Christmas trees was about uh, seven or eight years ago. We used to, we, we sell uh, flowers mainly on the farm here. And we were selling flowers basically from January, February, right through into the autumn when the last of our flowers was finishing up. And we were packing up. And then suddenly I see all these other lads setting up on the side of the road selling trees. And I go, hang on a second, lads. We're the people that actually grow the stuff. We're farmers. Why are we letting all these fly-by-night suddenly set up? So we started planting our own Christmas trees and we've built up a little bit of a customer base in the meantime. And you're dead right. People take it super seriously. I mean, there's a lot to be considered. There's, you know, the shape of the tree, the smell of the tree, yes. the colour of the pine needles. So they, I, I'm standing here in my polytunnel on the farm where we exhibit the trees, the different types of trees that we've cut. And uh, I'm looking at four different types here in front of me. So you mentioned the noble Christmas tree, uh, which is a very uh, popular classic variety. It has a kind of a silvery blue needle, non-shed, lovely scent. Uh, right beside it, I'm looking at a, a really quite a modern variety called Lazio Carpa, fantastic looking uh, tree, even more bluey silvery colour needle and little white tips at the ends of the branches. So it almost looks like it's flecked with snow. And there's one right beside that, which is quite similar as well, which is a Korean fir. Not just as nice and even a shape as the Lazio Carpa, But and has these two tone needles. I mean, you never knew there was so much to Christmas trees. Well, I was just, I was just going to say, there, you sound like a real estate agent showing me property. I mean that as a compliment, you know. Uh, but there you go. There was a lot to know about Christmas trees. Listen, I said I wasn't going to get into the real fake thing, but I'm going to yeah. out myself here. We switched to a fake about four years ago, mostly because we had a young wild man at home who couldn't stop pulling the tree down but another main reason was just that it wilted so badly and come Christmas morning it looked like it had been out for weeks so I know you're asked this a lot but so is it put it in a bucket of water keep it away from a radiator give us a quick 101 of how to keep it fresh all those kind of basics all add up so um, you know uh, if you stick your tree right beside a radiator bear in mind they've been out in you know four, five, six degrees on the side of a hill yeah. or in the middle of a field for all their life. Um, and suddenly you bring them into a room and it's 24 degrees and you're wondering why it's uh, feeling the heat. So that's a problem. Try and find as cool a place in your house as possible, leaving out in the hallway or the porch is ideal. Um, and yes, give it water if you possibly can. So if you have a type of a stand where there's a little basin that you can slot in underneath the stand, ideal. Just bear in mind, the, uh, especially if you're trying tree has been cut a couple of weeks uh, in advance of you actually getting your hands on it, you need to recut the bottom. So cut maybe two or three centimetres off the bottom of the trunk. You basically reopen the wound and the tree can drink up the water then out of that basin. And uh, you'll notice that uh, it'll need to be topped up every, maybe, you know, every week or so, and that will help prolong the life of your tree. So the temperature and the water are two key things. Okay. And listen, I have to ask, is it lucrative? It's not bad, uh, but people kind of think they make this mistake. And maybe I was a little bit guilty myself uh, of this. You know, farmers are always looking for ways and being encouraged to look for ways to diversify their farm income. Uh, And you think, let's go and plant a few trees. Sure, we come back uh, seven years later, cut them down and flog them for 50 quid a piece. (laughs) I don't think so. Um, So every summer I find myself out going through the trees. You have to shape them and clip them 
them and uh, do leader controls so they don't go, you know, go uh, get all thin and lanky. You have to fertilize them. And the more you do with them, the more you find you need to do with them. And so actually you might end up handling your tree maybe up to 10 times a year. So it actually becomes a full-time job if you get into acres and acres of them. Yeah, sounds quite labour intensive. Tell me this then, finally, as I say, you're quite a well-known farmer in that regard. You've, you you clearly mentioned there, you decided to get into Christmas trees. You've diversified in terms of your farming. Is is, is that the key yeah. to, to make things a success for all sorts of reasons? Well, it is and it isn't. I mean, um, sometimes I think I'm, I'm jack of all trades, but master of none. You know, there is a risk that you try to diversify into every shiny thing that catches your attention and you end up kind of thrashing around the place, not being really good at one particular thing. There's two ways to farm to be a success in farming, in my opinion. You either pick one thing and scale up in that and do it really, really well. Mm-hmm. Or you do a, a little bit of a lot of different things and you're not dependent on any particular one. So even if you make a complete hames of it, uh, you're, 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 you're not actually out on the street. So we're, what I, uh, when I looked at my farm, I said, you know what? We live on the side of a busy main road there between Drogheda and Balbriggan. We've lots of uh, cars passing by us every day why don't we uh, give the public a chance or a reason to stop with us and spend a few bob with us so uh, we were growing flowers I said look why don't we start selling flowers on the side of the road we literally started off with a couple of buckets hanging out of a pallet. This year we opened uh, a shop. And then, of course, when people say, oh, you have a shop, uh, you're selling coffee, and you can go, no, I wasn't planning on doing that. Oh, you should sell coffee. Okay, well, maybe we'll think, great, I'll stop there for a coffee. So so then, you, you know, you put in a coffee cart, and then we converted the trailer that we used to sell our flowers out of into a pizza wagon, and on and on it goes. So right. um, you suddenly find yourself on a, I don't know if it's a slippery slope, or uh, you just <laughs> kind <laughs> of catch the wind yeah. and go with it you know yeah well listen it's too early to wish you a happy Christmas people will be giving out if I do that but I wish you a successful Christmas tree selling Thank you period very much. how about that that was Dara McCullough Bye. farmer and journalist thanks a lot Dara Moncrief weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.